Hey y'all, welcome to the Girl I Don't Know podcast, where an introverted audio geek and an extroverted drag queen argue about pop culture and review RuPaul's Drag Race. And on this episode, it's all about side hustles. How are you tonight? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Things have been really, really good these past couple of days. How are you? Sick. Dying at yeah, home. Reverse. R- roles reversed. Mm-hmm. Probably got whatever I had. Chances are. Probably. But. Yeah. Now we are. Here, here <laughs> we are. I, I'm remote right now. Um, yeah. We're doing this separate, um, different places. We're just giving this setup a try just to see how it works out. You can let us know in the audience how what you think if you want to or you don't. You don't really have to. Blame me. Honestly, we're doing it either way. <laughs> Read me. <laughs> Drag me for filth because I don't know any of this. Garrett was like, oh, do this and that. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I just handed you a microphone, some cables, and an interface. And I was like, go. Literally, I was like, what do I do with all this? Like, this is this is I where mean, I'm unintelligent and where you're smart. It's working really well. Like, you see little blue waveforms on your yeah. screen, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's working. All you got to do is get those blue little waveforms and put them on my little waveforms. And then we're Look sad. at me. It's like I'm more certified than you. Oh my goodness. This episode, though. This episode this week. Oh, so good. So good. Probably one of the best Drag Race episodes in general. I just liked how it was a flashback because for me, I didn't know any of these previous queens' looks. I mean, I guess they kind of reflected on them in the previous episodes for most of them, but still. The redemption runway, you didn't really really get to. We'll get into it. Yeah. So anyways, they come back into the workroom. They are, you know, like talking, being like, wow, you know, congrats to that double save and everything. Turns out it was two Yara, nine Jiggly for the lipsticks. And turns out the second one for Yara was Trinity. Everyone kind of attacked Trinity and was shady. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody was pretty shady towards Trinity, but I also think they were just like looking for... I don't know, you know, like it just felt like they needed to like go after like, I don't know. It felt like blood in the water, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, That's what it felt I like. Mean, it was just like, she was the only one who threw the name in like that you wouldn't suspect. I mean, the thing is, I feel like Trinity picked Yara mostly for, I mean, not mostly for her picking Trinity the week before, but at the same time, like... Yara, you can't get mad when you pick Trinity and you almost sent Trinity yeah. home and then Trinity picks you. But then also, like, Trinity said, oh, well, I picked Yara because you weren't using your time wisely, but Jiggly was actually sitting there and working, which I kind of understand. I see both sides of the situation, but I'm kind of exactly. more on Trinity's side because, I mean, like, Yara picked her the week before. Why not be petty? Like, play the game. Yeah, it felt very middle ground to me because I couldn't really pick a side in it because, no, I don't know, like, Trinity had a good point on the fact that Yara legit slacked. But at the same time, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, it felt a little... if even if it went the other way, it's not like Yara was going home. It wasn't like five True. Yara, five Jiggly. Like, she was fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, either way, she was totally fine. Yeah, there wasn't really anything else, like, to the after-episode discussion. 
Um, or at least I can't remember. <laughs> no, that was pretty much the summary of it. We come in the next day, find out that their maxi challenge is that they're being separated into teams by height. Which is really interesting and funny because, like, you have Ginger, who's, like, five foot, and then Eureka, who's, like, <laughs> six three, six four. Like, yeah. is there a strategy to separating them by heights? Probably not. But, like, no. it's, it's just, it's funny. I think it's funny. Is it comic? Yeah, it's like, it's a comical? Yes. <laughs> right. So, the maxi challenge is to write and starring, star in a commercial that promotes their side hustle, which I think is fun. I always like these little advertisement challenges and, like, commercials. Um, but now that they have teams, I think it's just, it's going to be funny. Yeah, that adds a whole other dynamic to it because I feel like you just got all that support. Like, you can't go wrong. Right. So, the teams are split up. So, the first team was Ginger Minge, Akiria, Jan, and Silky. Um, and their side hustle was Rent-A-Queen for people who need a stranger to fill in for a special occasion. This team, when they were first picked, I was like, oh, this is going to be a strong team. Like, this is going to be the team. Yeah. But we'll get into what happened. Yeah. So, second team is Fix-It Bitch with Trinity, Pandora, Yara, and Raja. And their service is the Drag Fixers. And essentially, the description of that is, like Olivia Pope, there ain't no scandal they can't handle. Um... So, I thought this team was going to do the worst, just because that mix of people, there's a lot of personality, yeah. which is good, but at the same time, could be a downfall. But I was like, oh, well, we'll see what happens with this team. Yeah, like, for me, it was questioning the dynamic between Trinity and Yara, and how that was going to play out, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Like, I got that right. It was those two had the beef, correct? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, like, I was kind of expecting something there, but they seem to be, you know, vibing. Right, right. I mean, they were... Like, they seemed to, like, put it all behind them, essentially, and they were, like, bigger people about it, so... Right. Like, and then the final team is the Exercise Queens with Kylie, Sonique, Love, Scarlet, and Eureka. And their service are service is Drag Exorcists. And essentially, it's... Ain't nobody got time for demons up in here. Not today, Satan. Um, God, that was so funny. This team, they were a good mix, and I was interested to see them. And, I mean, turned out pretty well. So, I mean, they're it it's like just a, really a good, good team in general. But anyways, Rue's kind of going around, and teams are all having their conversations. Um, Reddit Queen is definitely kind of having 50 ideas. I mean... <laughs> they're doing the most and i mean you know they're reddit queen rent a queen oh rent a queen i'm sorry i thought you said reddit queen and i was like reddit queen no that's a different topic issues with working remotely <laughs> yeah that's very true um, but with rent a queen essentially it also might be because i'm nasally um even more um so they're having like 50 ideas and i want this part i want this part these are my lines that are my those are my lines so then they go to film, and they are just changing and changing and changing and fucking changing. Like, they are just, like, like it just is too complicated. And then Silky goes, I had three lines, 
and I just gave up one of them because she was in her like other outfit and then couldn't change. And I was like, girl, what is this? What is this? Yeah, I don't get why she like let that happen. And then Jan suddenly gets out of drag. Ginger suddenly out of drag, and Richard Simmons like there there was too too much going on with this like recording. That was that was good though the Richard Simmons bit. I'm not gonna. We'll lie. get into it when we like go over the final ones. But this is just like even Michelle and I. I think it was was it Carson or I think Michelle really dug it. No, so. Michelle was like, the, there's a lot going on when she was like, kind of like helping them and being like, this is how much time you have left. Like, Michelle was like, over it. She was like, there's too much happening. But I mean, they're all really big personalities. So like, they all yeah. want to get their part in. Fair. So anyways, going to Fix It Bitch again. They're kind of like discussing like why Yara chose Trinity that week and why Trinity chose Yara and they, they kind of squash their beef. They're professional. They know that they're like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. Like we had to work together. It's fine. And then Pandora We gotta fix it, bitch. Yeah. Fix it, bitch. And then Pandora <laughs> says that she has a past in making commercials. So she's Yeah. Yeah. So she's kind of like, oh, like she's writing the whole script and everything. And then once um, Pandora is, like was saying that she has a background, I was like, okay, well, this is probably going to be really good because it's going to follow mm-hmm. the proper structure and have all the proper things, and it's, it's going to be nice, you know? Yeah, no, I was really excited when I heard that about Pandora, and then I was also like, that's very fitting. I don't know why. That just seems very fitting of Pandora. Right. For background. Oh, for sure, right? for like, sure. Yeah, like Pandora screams creative, so or that like for sure. I don't know, campy, like video creative, campy, campy. Do, do you, what does campy mean? I don't think I've ever actually. Have asked you this. never heard? Okay, so okay, let me get the technical definition for you, because it was the Met Gala theme last year it was campy or camp. Have the interlude just play? <laughs> Please. So. Camp can be used as an adjective or can't be. Um, the definition is in the style of camp, absurdly exaggerated, artificial, or effective in a usually humorous way. So, like, it's essentially, it's just another word to say comedy, but also exaggeration. Um, mm. Like, if you ever hear me say, oh, that's camp, it means, like, Oh, that's really good, kind of funny, exaggerated. Like, I would perhaps call Ebony Wood. She's one of the campy queens of Charleston. God, I use Ebony so She's much as an example, but like, Ebony's just so that's fun like to the pick one on. <laughs> well, that's the one I know the most. I know her like. Yeah, you oh, you always end up seeing Ebony at the shows. It's like you, Avaria, then Ebony. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Ebony Wood. Pretty Go much. follow her. Um, right. Love her. Hate her, actually. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to have her on because that would be a fun episode. Oh my God. That would be so. Ebony has to be on the podcast. Like, I, I don't make the rules, I just follow them. Like, you know. Yep. It's a fact. You're on. She's on. She'll be on one of the episodes. Get ready for her. She just asks. She just Ashel projects into the room. That'd be awful. I'd hate it. <laughs> I'd hate it. I would actually hate it. 
Anyways, um, speaking of demons, let's talk about the drag exorcists. Um, so the exercise queens are like having some good ideas. They're figuring out their roles. Um, and then they go to film. Eureka looks terrifying. She's the demon. Yeah. Um, while Scarlet and Kylie are, they're, they're kind of like, they're those 80s kind of fitness people, which I guess that's kind of the theme. Like they're supposed to be like exercising and exercising yeah. the demon out of um, <laughs> technically Eureka, which is kind of like a, it's a fat girl joke. At least Eureka's okay with it. But anyways, like they're kind of talking, like Scarlet and Kylie are talking and they're kind of telling Kylie that, oh, well, if you like forget your line, just improv it. And Kylie's kind of freaking out. But Michelle kind of like runs them through it when Kylie starts messing up. And then Kylie kind of does it and is more reassured and everything. So it was good. I mean, oh, yeah. we didn't talk about the rest of um the fix-it bitch queens after... I was saying that Pandora was a campy queen. So going back to them, because apparently being remote, we just don't have that great of a flow anymore. <laughs> I mean, you act like we had a flow in the first place, though. So <gasps> <Rude>. like, oh. <laughs> um, That's the joy of this podcast. Yeah. But going back to the fix-it bitch, so that when they're filming, like, it's just going fine. Like, they don't really, they don't really show too much, but it's going great. It's going fine. Michelle seems to like it. Everybody seems to like it. Um, and it's just, it, it's seeming like a good commercial. And I'm excited to see the final product, you know. But definitely this episode, I kind of saw that Yara, or I was thinking that Yara and Trinity were going to be the strongest together. I was kind of laughing at their their stuff. So they're painting for the runway the next day. And Silky's kind of panicking. She's like, you can tell she's like, oh, I didn't do as good as I could. Um, and then they kind of go into how Silky, they're like, oh, girl, like, talking to her, and Silky feels like she hasn't shown her true self or is being too authentic. And then Silky starts to talk about what happened after season 11. And essentially, to kind of give you the rundown, Garrett, since you haven't seen season 11, Silky was a mm -hmm. big personality. Like, she did the most because she could do the most. And she got a lot of hate for doing the most and being this loud, obnoxious person. Like, it it, it was severe at times. I'm not going to lie. There were times where I was like, Silky, come on. Like, but yeah. she came back home this season. She was saying that, like, oh, she just didn't feel, like, the same love as the other girls got. Um, once the season started to go on, um, promoters and bars unbooked her. Because they didn't want that type of a personality in there, which I think was completely wrong. Because it's like, you're expecting this girl to come and you book them so far out and they're excited off their season. And then you see them during the season and they unbook you. That's just so terrible. Like, Yeah, that's fucked up. Mm -hmm. And it's just, hearing this from one queen, it just makes me think about how this could have happened to any of the queens on the show honestly or mm -hmm. any of the other personalities which is really sad because it's like i'm sure this has happened to other girls like girls who have 
gone home first. The bar was like, oh, we don't want to book the first girl gone home first. Or we don't want to book this and that because this girl did this and that. Or mm-hmm. is just really loud and obnoxious. Like, that's just, that's so rude. And to any bar owners listening, like, don't unbook your girls. Or don't unbook a rude girl just because you don't like how they're doing on the season. Like, fulfill that promise because they got to make their money too. They have bills to pay. They have things to do. Life's to live. Exactly. So, um, but Silky's kind of, you can kind of tell this episode. She's, she's not giving up, but she's definitely not feeling that great about herself right now. Which I'd be panicking too after my team went through chaos and Michelle was kind of giving them unsure looks. Yeah. And considering like how little, you know. Mm-hmm she ended up doing which really was just more like she should have stepped up and been more aggressive on like hey i'm gonna do this and get this done you know oh for but sure like, for sure for sure didn't so anyways like that was really the only thing that kind of happened during them getting ready um but then they go to the runway rue comes out in this stunning i believe it was like a navy almost purple gown i vividly remember this and how it had these little flowy like they were like waves but like little extensions that staggered all the way down the dress yeah and it was really form-fitted to rue but the way it staggered was it was like two one two one going down kind of looking it wasn't like even you know right it was like yeah it was like it was like yeah oh my goodness it was it's hard to describe point is drop dead like oh my mm. the lady looked good <laughs> yeah like i like i had i took a moment and, oh yeah and i also remember um her earrings were really noticeable too. yeah i liked how she went with like something like really big mm-hmm. but like it was like bulbous yeah kind of, it reminded me of like a planet sort of ish yeah her her yeah. whole look was this was one of my favorite root looks so far and then it cuts to Michelle, and she has some short hair on. That dress was gorgeous that she was wearing. I've been considering dyeing my hair gray to ends with black hair. And so when I saw Michelle with this, it kind of made me think about it a little more. And I'm like, damn, I need to figure out how to get my hair bigger to do that. That's fair. Somehow. That's fair. Good, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> I know. Good luck with my hair. But God, I want to do that so bad. Because that... I really love how that looked. Right. Like the, yeah. It's like Corella Devel sort of. Yeah, Michelle's had, like, she just recently kind of, I guess with age, she's kind of more accepting her gray hair. Not saying that Michelle Visage has gray hair because I don't want her to come for me. But, like, she's kind of <laughs> embraced it and has kind of, like, made it into her thing now. And I think it's gorgeous. Like, it, it started off with just, like, one kind of a curl but now it's kind of evolving into more and i love what she's doing and everyone else or mm-hmm. everyone in the fandom has too like everyone's like wow michelle's really stepping it up michelle's hair is great so i'm excited to see more looks from her she just michelle's stunning um ross is wearing this nice tartan suit um it's like a plaid tartan print it, it was good i mean yeah stylish it was ross um and then i like how every time we talk about ross it's just like yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much he's like yeah yeah it's just ross in a suit <laughs> literally yeah every single time yeah <laughs> um tia mowry is the guest judge where's tamara where's she at 
Oh yeah, I meant to um look up more about her. She was on <gasps> Do you Sister Sister? Is that what it was? I'm so offended. <gasps> Do you I not know who Tia and Tamara are? No. Get, uh, uh, uh. You're a bad gay. You're a really bad gay. <laughs> You're like a really bad gay. I mean, Garrett. You're not wrong. Get, Garrett. Who are they? So, yes, they were in Sister Sister. She's. And what is Sister Sister? Oh my God. <laughs> Sister Sister was the show. <laughs> I'm reading this directly from the website so nobody comes for me. T and Tamara are twins separated at birth who learn of each other's existence and come together as teenagers. And it's six seasons and it was a TV mm-hmm. show in the 90s. Like, iconic. But I'm just surprised you don't know who Tia and Tamara are. Nope. Oh my God. I feel uneducated. Well, I feel educated now, but I felt uneducated. Garrett, they're just like, like, they're even in, that's why Doja Cat has Tia Tamara as a song. Like, they've been in so many movies and like different little TV shows and stuff. Like, Tia and Tamara, you just, anyways, anyways. (laughs) Just got my whole life without Before you're going to get like even more roasted. Um... (laughs) So the theme of the runway tonight is their Redemption look, which is a fan favorite All Stars runway. They get to redo one of their looks from and from any challenge, any entrance look, or any runway from their previous season. They get Anything. to redo it. Okay. Which I hope you looked up some of their original looks because all of these are so much better. I just focused on when they pulled them up and showed them on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I made sure to pay that. attention and completely ignore the new look and just look at the old one at first because I knew they were going to show more of the new one, you know? Right, right, right. So um, I got a kind of good idea from all of them. Right. And a good idea, yeah. Um. So Kylie Sonique Love is first. She is redoing her Lady Gaga Snatch Game Season 2 look, mm. which you know me, being a Gaga aficionado, if you will. I think that's the right term. Anyways, we're going to ignore if it's not. She's in this <laughs> lovely pink cat suit that has all these little, like, Horton Hears a Who kind of a thing <laughs> coming out with some, like, leopard print and this human, it has to be a human unit. She's just looking gorgeous. Like, this is giving me kind of Chromatica vibes. I wouldn't say it's fully Gaga, but at the same time, Gaga would probably wear this. Yeah, like, when she said it was Gaga-inspired, I mean, I get it, but also, eh, missed the ball on that. But I still dig the fuck out right. of this. Like, it's freaking amazing right like either way um i just think it's like if she's if she's gonna be a pop star she's her own pop star in this case right she's not gaga that's kind of that's yeah. kind of how i saw it um i mean mm-hmm. to be fair her original critiques on her season is that her gaga snatch game like didn't even look like gaga at all so i'm pretty sure she was just trying to redeem the look and not have it be like oh this is gaga so i think mm-hmm. that's what she was going for but either way it's a good look by itself 
Well, especially the little shoes. I just now noticed. Yeah, that. the, the shoe, shoes are really. The shoes cute. are very Gaga. The shoes are very Chromatica. So then yeah. Scarlet comes out in her entrance look from her season. Her entrance look when she first came in on her season, I was like, okay, well, mm. Mm, this is interesting Sorry. with just the corset and everything. Yeah. But this redemption look, Garrett, I gagged. This I. I was like, okay, so when I first saw this, I didn't realize they were basing the judging off of, like, teams. It just completely skipped my mind at the moment. So my first thought was, oh, if she's not top, like, right. if she's not top, right. I'm rioting. Like, no. Oh, my God. This look is so good. Like, I'm just a sucker for anything that has a classical art print on it. Like, I have mm-hmm. two or three things in my drag closet that are classical like art as the fabric but this like just with the birth of venus painting like it's just so good my jaw dropped when i saw this just the detail work on it is so stunning it's so exquisite this hair is sculpted i just love this right Did she, like, tone her arms too look at that oh probably scarlet's like yeah. perfect when it comes to the runway i have no complaints she has like toner on her arm, straight up. Yeah, she. Wow. I didn't even. No wonder she looked like so. Um, Greek goddess, like definition wise. Absolutely, this is stunning. This is a ten out of ten. This is my favorite runway of the night. Yeah, no, this was. I don't want to place my vote yet, but I'm pretty sure this was my favorite. I'm placing my vote, but I want to wait. <laughs> I want. I, I want to wait till after I'm done recapping. Right. So then I. Um, Eureka comes out and she's redeeming her faux fur season nine runway. A lot of people do not like this, but I actually live. Um, her original runway was not good, but this one, I kind of love it. I kind of agree that yes, while it is a little too much fur, I just feel like she's working it so well. Um, I feel like the hair could have been like maybe an updo or maybe something that was more off the shoulders. I just feel like she could have toned down the faux fur by her neck. Oh, you're going to hate me. You hate this look. No. I mean, I do, but I genuinely think her first look was better. <gasps> I, I really do. I liked that more. Like, I seriously do. What? Yeah. Like, I bet if you pulled it up and even sent me the link right now of it, I think I'd still like it That's more. That's what I'm doing. Like, yeah, go ahead. Send it to me real she fast. She was like crutches like, in her first <laughs> I genuinely thought it was cooler looking. You did than not. This. Well, this felt boring-ish to me. If I'm being real. Um, I don't know. I just, I think it's because That's I'm a sucker thing. for neon. Um, thanks, Avaria, for getting me into that trend. <laughs> but I just, I really enjoy this one. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, I... The one thing I will say, though, is I actually do kind of like the fur. Like, the fur critique, I don't care about that. The fur is cool. Right. I mean, yeah, it's good. I it's It's not the best of the night, but it's definitely not the worst. It's, it's definitely a safe. The the next one though is competing for the best in my opinion for me what? at least, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I thought because th- this was like such a re- 
redemption is the thing. Out of all the redemptions, this was such a redemption in my opinion. So Raja O'Hara comes out in her Farm to Runway season 11 look, which was, it was a design challenge where they had to use unconventional materials. And Raja comes out and she's in this like, she's a tree. She's a tree. I, I don't know. This look, I mean, it's, it's good, but it's just, it feels like it's missing something. It feels like it's not enough for me. I loved the hairpiece that she made in her season for the farm to runway. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like why I was sad with this tree piece because I thought she would maybe bring back that hairpiece or make like another hairpiece like that, um, but better. But I don't know. This tree just, it, it's its not giving me enough it's... life. <laughs> that's a good pun. It's too safe. Yeah. I mean... What I dig about it, honestly, is like the way the dress fits. Everything about the dress is like amazing. The way she replaced the instead of using the uh, burlap, what's the material? Burlap. Instead of replacing, uh, instead of using burlap, she chose to go with like a different material that looked like burlap, same color, similar looking, but like way smoother. And then like has it kind of. I'm guessing that's probably like some sort of um metal work going on through that to make it look the way it's looking right now what do you mean because there's no way she because the way she's holding it and the way it's wavy and the way she's holding it well it's, in this pose it should just drape way more flat than that well burlaps i'm pretty sure she's got some stiffing in it and that's not burlap that's the thing no as a queen who wears yeah. burlap every christmas thanks oogie boogie and v um <laughs> That's just how burlap works. Like once you sew it, it just it, it kind of just stays there. It's it has texture. She probably just has like a piece of like horse hair trim through it, or maybe like a wire. But I doubt it. This looks just like a piece of burlap that's been wrapped and sewn over twice. Like that was kind of the part where mm. like I was kind of let down by this look because she was complaining about the burlap on her season. But I just feel like if you take the time with it, burlap can be really cool it's not comfy to wear at all so i kind of feel how she pulled it off thank you (laughs) i i I like to think i do and i do appreciate the person who pretty much said the whole thing shout out to v (laughs) (laughs) um but i don't know i mean this just isn't my favorite look of the night moving on to the next queen i hate this look um pandora comes out and um (laughs) She is redeeming her Team Unity All-Stars 1 challenge or runway. I hate this. I can't stand it. It's it's not good. No. Yeah, no. Um in summary, I genuinely thought back when I was thinking this was going to be the voting system. I genuinely thought this was going to be like bottom like immediately and I was so disappointed because I want to see her go so much further. This literally fits her body so bad it's genuinely like i i feel like i could go into any halloween store and buy this like it just isn't flattering i'm trying to figure out still what's going on with the front of the dress with all the green that's going on and how it's draping down exactly it's sewn in i don't exactly i i don't i don't like this i the hair it, it looks good from the neck up that's yeah. it 
That's a little, that's, that's it. Yeah. She should be so glad they were judging as teams because this look was not good. Sorry, Pandora. Yeah. Yara comes out and she's redeeming her promo look from season three. She was saying mm-hmm. that this is her last look that she prepared for All Stars. This is good. It just, she looks so sexy. Yeah, she looks really good in this. It's simple, it's sleek, it's sexy. It's good. This is drag. I like the headpiece too that she has going yeah. on and um, the whole like, it's very like gothic esque. Mm-hmm. It's good. I love the jewelry. I love this application she uses as a hairpiece. I love the braids. Um, no complaints, really. It's good. <laughs> Speaking of gothic esque, gothic esque. Trini Kimone comes out and she's redeeming her All Star Six promo. I I love this gown. I love the shoulders. I love the headpiece. The only thing about it is that I do wish the hair was a little different. Like, while it fits and yeah. while it's nice, I just wish this was kind of like, uh, like updo or something. Like it's mm-hmm. not bad. It just would complement the look a lot more. Exactly. I felt that too. But it was still really, really good. Honestly, she was redeeming a look that was already good. She had really good runways in season six. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so she kind of wanted to keep it the same silhouette and kind of idea. So I guess that's why Mm -hmm. she wore the straight hair. But I feel like if she just, if she wore some type of updo or like a shorter wig, she would have looked so, like this this look would have been even better. But it's still not bad. Like it's, it's still good. It's. It's great. I really dug this look. Right. And then after oh. that, uh, oh. I believe it was Ginger, right? Yeah. Okay, I want to say, before we start ripping into this, the crown's fucking amazing. Yeah, so she's redoing her All-Stars 2 Future of Drag runway. This face shield crown thing, it's it's really good. That's the only thing I like. Yeah, she, like, I can understand why she wasn't wearing lashes on the runway. This is just, it does not flatter her body. I don't, this isn't anything against Ginger because I know she can't control this. But, like, if this were made for, like, a tall, like, a tall drag queen, it might look good. But it's just, the cut of this on Ginger just does not suit her and does not make her look flattering. I just don't dig the baggy poofiness on the legs. Right. The arms, if cool. it were maybe like a chap legs, instead of like a chap no. with bagginess instead of like connected to the leotard part, it could have been mm-hmm. good. But I just this is just making her look like a glittery oh, space good, trash bag. Imagine that. That would have been really good actually. That would have solved a l- Yeah. Why are you on the show? That would have been a really freaking good idea. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm picturing that right now. God damn, that's a good one. This is just, she looks like a glittery trash bag. Like, I in, in the simplest, best way to put it. Like, this is, her All-Stars 2 one was better than this. Another one that I'm not a great, a, a big fan of is Jan. She comes out and she is redoing her entrance look from season 12. I don't like this gown. I don't. Yeah. I mean, the hair is really cool. Yeah, the hair is really, 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 really nice. nice. 
And I like the gown shape. I just don't like the stripes on the gown in particular. Right. And it felt just really, I don't know. Like, coming from... Like, yeah, I feel like you didn't change much. Mm. I mean, I don't. I didn't see the... I can't remember the original off the top of my head, but, like, considering what this looks like, what could you have changed? Yeah, the original was, like, a mini dress with this same, like, banding on it. And then it had, like, mm-hmm. kind of like a glittery hollow varsity jacket that had a J on it. Um, so I'm assuming she was kind of going for a theme where, like, this is the girl in high school. And I guess, like, now she's, like, graduated more mature. I just don't like this the stripes on it. Because, yeah, like, it could have been really good. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's serving me. But it's not good. I... I I'm really disappointed in Jen for this runway. And a lot of people are like, eh, about it. I mean, it's not like a bad look, but it's just, it's not pleasing to look at for me personally. Yeah, like, I mean, like, it's not bad, but then again, like, it has that varsity feel like you were talking about. That's genuinely what I was feeling too, and that's what threw me out. It kind of reminded me of, like, our local high school, one of them in particular. (laughs) I mean... Oh, purple. Oh. Purple one. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, the varsity. I just don't think varsity when I think of a gown. This is just it. It feels tacky, and it's not in a good way. Yeah, exactly. So then, after that, Silky comes out and she's redoing her drag family values season eleven look, which is an interesting runway because drag family values is supposed to be like it was a makeover challenge runway, so it was essentially like her and another person then they were supposed to look like drag family so i'm pretty sure silky was kind of looking at this as like oh like i could just literally bring anything at this point that's Mm -hmm. better than the other one because it's not really like a technical theme you just have to look like drag family so that's why ross was like oh well i didn't really see what this had to do with the runway theme but you still look good which i yeah it's it's a good look. It's not bad. It's not my favorite. It's it's sparkly. It's nice. It'd be good for a club. That's all I have yeah, to say like, about it. I didn't I didn't hate this, but it wasn't earning me a top spot. Yeah. It was alright. It was yeah. good. But like it was good. Work. Overall. Yeah. Um, and then and- Akiria comes out and she is redoing her caftan realness from season eleven. Um, which on her season, she was not wearing a caftan. It was not a fucking caftan. This is amazing. I'm going to be honest. I don't like this look. It's better than what she like wore this. in her season, but I'm not a fan of this. There's too much going on. I think I like it because it reminds me of like if you took a grandma's closet and mixed it with a hippy dippy sort of store. Yeah. You put two and two together and you get this. And I love it. I have so much appreciation for this look. I, yeah. So yeah, now that you really love like this. this, I'm gonna wreck it. Oh god! I'm not a big fan of this just because I feel like my eyes wanting to look at five places at once. Her face is gorgeous. His hair is gorgeous. I just I feel like this would be better if she had a different type of bodysuit underneath because I really like the caftan itself, but the like rhinestoned and like applique blue bodysuit underneath is just not giving me what I want it to give like it's just making my eye go to her leg and her chest more than anywhere else 
And I think I would rather look at the caftan than I would that. And it's just, it's so, it's throwing it off for me to where I wish it was just like a different type of bodysuit or something underneath. It's just, that's yeah. what's killing the look for me. Still stand by my previous statement. That's fair. Digging. Anyways, now we get to watch the um, commercials. Oh, these so, are so good. So, first up is the Exorcist. Um, Eureka's mm-hmm. terrifying. You're, yeah, no. <laughs> that was really good. Eureka's terrifying. I have never been more terrified of Eureka than I should be in this moment. Um, I mean, she just was terrifying. They all served it. I mean, I thought it was kind of confusing, but at the same time, it was it was pretty funny. I like that one moment where Eureka was um, at that point working for right, 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 right. Yeah, working for the exorcist at that point, and then she's saying like sixty nine dollars a day or three, uh, or like your firstborn child or something like that. Yeah, and the demon voice kicked in there. That was funny. That got me. That's fair. That it it was definitely. It was me. camp. It was good. I mean, they had a good theme. So yeah, um, they had a really good theme. That it was face it, bitch. Um, Yara was funny. Yara Yara did really good, yeah. especially considering after what we saw in the beginning, where she was like laughing while they were recording. Like she did really good. Right, Yara was really funny. This felt like a commercial I could see on TV. Um, Trinity did so well. Trinity had some moments where I was like, "This, this is me. I'm laughing. I'm dying." Um. <laughs> It was just really campy and fun, and I had fun watching this. I was like, this is really good. It was really enjoyable. I think it had to do a lot with the fact that um, Pandora Box, you know, had background. For sure. Writing, you know, commercials and all that. Like, that That showed. That showed. Yeah. She, she, like, Pandora carried this team, and granted, like, they deserved it. Um, Pandora didn't do as good as the other girls, but I mean, she had the stress of writing the script. So like she was like probably stressing that it was going to work out for her. Yeah, it was good. Then Rent-A-Queen or Rack. So this scene was a whole mess. There were 50 things happening. It had some funny parts to it. Yeah. I mean, it was a slow start for me. That's the thing. I had a slow start, had some funny moments. The funniest moment, though, was when Silky just randomly rolls into the funeral scene and she's like, just rolls into Jan and Akiria. That killed me for some yeah, reason. No. That fully killed me because we didn't see Silky at all for the scene beforehand or like for the <laughs> other scenes. And she just tumbles into the scene. I lost it. And just seeing Silky. <laughs> I'm allowed to say this because I'm a fat girl. Just seeing Silky roll, I think it's just so funny because it was so unplanned out of nowhere. But that was the only good thing about the scene. That and Ginger Minj's Richard Simmons. <laughs> yeah, no, that was the Richard Simmons bit. Honestly, was really good. <laughs> right. But I wrote that Silky's getting lost. Like, she, she was lost in this scene. Like, who was Silky? No, my gosh. She was not there. Yeah. Extra? Yeah, she, she wasn't there. She was just... She happened, like, two times in the commercial. Anyways, it was definitely some interesting critiques. They were judging them as teams this time, so the Exorcist Queens were safe. The team that had the best one was Fix-It Bitch, which was well-deserved. Um, 
and Trinity K. Bonet yeah. won. And it's her first win in Drag Race history. So yeah. congratulations to her. Um, yeah. And then the bottom was Red to Queen, which is very fair with Jan Ginger, Silky, and Acuria. Mm-hmm. So in the portion where they're backstage, Trinity kind of has a moment where she's mad that she's not praised, um, which is understood. I, I would be mad too because the previous two weeks they – First off, congratulated the girls that had won and then kind of moved on to everything else. Whereas they were just kind of getting into, oh my gosh, who are we going to send home? Who are we going to vote for? And then Trinity's just kind of sitting there like, well, shit, I'm not getting any love, yeah. which I understood where she was coming from. Yeah. And then she goes into her whole spiel along those lines around that. Yeah. She kind of had like, she definitely like probably overreacted a little bit in my mind. But it, mm. at the same time, it was kind of was kind of deserved. Like these girls yeah. need to just take a moment and be like, "Congrats, Trinity!" Like, didn't have to take Trinity reminding them that she won. Yeah, I mean, she did. I mean, it did feel a little like much, but at the same time, I mean, I understand because that was her first win in history for her on Drag Race. Right. That's big. Right. That's huge. So then Trinity goes to talk to Jan. Um, Mm -hmm. and they didn't really like show much of them talking. I kind of wrote down that I was like, I don't know who I could see going home. Um, but I was nervous for Jan solely for the fact that I feel like Jan probably did the worst in this challenge. I'm not going to lie. Um, because she did have more material. So he couldn't help that she wasn't there. Yeah. That's very true. Um, I love 75% of this team or most of this team, I honestly love them all. So I was like, this is hard for me. Akira says her and Silky are the bottom two, which, I mean, I could see that, but mm-hmm. I could see maybe Jan and Akira. Akira is also, like, literally begging as if her head is going to get cut off. Yeah. Like, she's like, please, and... I need to be here. And, like, she she was crying a lot. I was like, okay, girl, this is a little much. Yeah, she was yikes a little bit in that moment they're not gonna lie right i mean i kind of understood where she was coming from but she was acting as if rupaul herself was going to put her head on a guillotine in front of the other girls yeah. and i was like Which is not girl this you were on drag race like you're you're gonna still make this money back from bookends like you're fine so he kind of was like i don't really care i'm gonna be myself now and she was kind of like mm-hmm. showing kind of like not being obnoxious but she was just like being loud being her like season 11 self and was like this is me it came out and it kind of came out which i was like cool why wasn't this happening beforehand question mark Mm -hmm. but i mean i could see how she was like scared to do that which is fair um and i kind of felt like after silky kind of got a little riled up i was like maybe she's gonna go home after that yeah like i felt like that was the the ticket that kind of got her because originally it didn't seem necessarily like it was gonna be her you know so they all vote for lipsticks and then Silky mm-hmm. and Akira both vote for each other. Do you think that's going to cause something yeah. in their friendship? I personally don't think it will because I believe they're very close friends and I think that's just like a, oh, we're on a TV show. We have to do this kind of a situation. Yeah. I mean, professional. Professionals. You have to have a certain line right. that you draw, you know? I feel like they'll be professional about it. I, I don't... Yeah. I feel like we would have heard about be. it now if something was up with that. They go back to lip sync 
it is Trini K. Monet. Mm-hmm. Her lip sync outfit is stunning. It's like this pastel, like belty, harnessy outfit, and then like has a pastel yeah. jacket with this nice, like pulled back hair. I love this outfit. I want it in my closet. So Trini K. Monet, if you're listening, I would please like this outfit. And I <laughs> don't even care if it doesn't fit me. I will squeeze into it. Just kidding. I'm probably way too big for it. But anyways, I just want to look at this <laughs> outfit. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm also a sucker for pastels. So Pastels are amazing. Oh, my goodness. Then the lip sync assassin goes to get revealed. And, like, I was talking last week where I was like, oh, maybe they're going to bring back the eliminated girls. Because they were kind of, like, doing a gag. They were like, oh, nobody's there. But bam, Laganja drops out of thin air into a split is like come on all stars <laughs> she's sick. like she's like i'm medicated and i just thought that was funniest so then she like yeah she she has that little bit where she's like oh i'm medicated after Rue's like how are you which is really funny because apparently they called her for this season of all stars and they've been calling her for all stars but she refuses to do it because they won't let her be medicated on the show Oh, so that was a little shady of her to be like, "Well, I'm medicated, so I'm good." I didn't know that. Yeah, they really want her back for all stars. Um, is a legend in Drag Race. Like she had, she had some of the most iconic drama in her season revolving around her. She is one of the most fierce lip syncers. This is the mm-hmm. like she pretty much like is one of the main reasons why we have the lip sync assassins. Like she's one of the main, I think about she's fierce. She's a trained, yeah. trained dancer. I was about to say, she seemed way more trained than like this lip sync was so good. And it's kind of a reunion. Since they the were floor. from the same season, Trinity and Laganja. I, when I saw Trinity lip syncing, I was like, okay, she's got it. I've seen her lip sync in person. She's amazing. She was an assassin herself on her season. So I was like, okay, well, whoever she's lip syncing against, she's, she's got it. And then I saw Laganja. I was like, oh, she's fucked. Yep. Um, that, yep. That's how it felt to like whenever it started and I saw like the difference in quality of like who's dancing, you know? Right. Like, I mean, to be fair, they both had their moments where it was really good. Like, Trinity mm-hmm. even stood her ground against Laganja. Like, I was like, this is going to be a close oh, yeah. lip sync. Trinity, like, it, it was neck and neck. Like, I think if Laganja didn't have, like, the outfit change at the last second, maybe. Yeah, she had a two-part reveal. And it, it was yeah. really good. Her, her look was great as well. But I just... So good. They both embodied the song, and it was so good. Like... Honestly, they should have saved the doubles win for this lip sync. That would have been really because good. comparing it to last week's lip sync, this one beats it ten times. Like Laganja, like definitely probably clearly won it, but still Trinity still was really close. Like if they yeah. said Trinity won lip sync, I don't think I would have been that mad. I don't think I would have. Yeah, I would have been like no, okay. I wouldn't have been upset. I would have been like. Maybe a little unfair, but okay. I mean, it's not un, it's not super unfair, you know. Right. But I was like, it, it was just it's such a good lip sync. Like, if you, God, it was. If you need a good season to go back on in general, just go watch season six. It's great. Six. It's 
great. Okay. It's wonderful. I actually should just do that one day, a marathon, a few episodes. Yeah, definitely. Um, just for Luanda and Trinity alone and Bianca Del Rio. But this out, this lip sync was just so good and everyone agrees. It's definitely one of the most legendary drag race lip syncs now and one of the better ones we've had in the past like year and a half. Mm-hmm. So Laganja won the lip sync and the majority vote between the girls was for Silky to go home. And Silky was definitely torn up, you could tell. Yep. She had a great message that was talking about how Black Lives Matter and trans lives matter and she just had like like her goodbye message was so good and honestly i had a little tear in my eye i didn't want to see big silk go home so early yeah um and everybody's running up to her crying right just, like i yeah, so he just has for her, honestly you could tell she has so much love in her heart and mm-hmm. i'm i'm honestly really sad to see her go because i was liking her this season which she I was, was very surprised. I kind of like the calm approach. I just wish she had, I just wish she was more, she took the initiative so she didn't put herself in that situation, you know? Right. Like, the calm approach is working. It was just, get in there. Right, know? right. I mean, Big Silk, we, I'll, I'll miss her. I'll be honest. I would like to see more of she her. Hint- yeah, she hinted that she might. Yeah, so when she goes to the yeah. back and she's unpacking, it is like the one hour later, welcome to Saw. <laughs> Anyways, so he's packing and Rue's like, Silky, and so he's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> but what the oh fuck God. is this game? It has been three girls now, and we still don't have a clue of what this game is. And it's obviously not the <sighs> other girls putting their lipsticks in as well. At this point, I feel like they would have said something. Right. So So, I feel like we're just going to be in a waiting game for like one or two more episodes to see. Or maybe this next episode we'll like see something, you know? Maybe, yeah. I'm... Man, what would it be? God, you know, I wonder if there could be like a group competition when you get to like the halfway point. All the people who got booted versus all the people who are still on. Right. I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to say the least. Do you do you agree with Silky going home though? This tore me up because I feel like all of them are great. No, but I don't know who else to send. Exactly. Exactly. That's where I am. Because it's like I feel like Jan yeah. did worse, but I just don't want to see Jan go home because she's been doing so and, well. And on top of that, Silky kinda did put herself in a weird corner in those regards. Yeah. Silky did put herself in a situation where she kind of fucked herself over so sad to see her go but i feel like she was the best choice out of that group yeah man it's tragic though because she was just freaking amazing and then next episode is going to be a all-star six hall of fame halftime show directed by jamal or choreographed by jamal sims who is a legendary choreographer um I'm excited for a dance challenge. Um, is I'm really excited for a dance challenge. I want to see how um, everybody performs, especially considering some queens here do not dance, I don't believe. I feel as though Pandora is going to struggle, but I guess we're going to see next week. Pandora is my biggest concern. Yeah. And I want her to stay on. So We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be interesting, but yeah. I mean, 
just make sure to stay in touch turn our notifications on follow us on instagram at girl i don't know podcast yeah keep up with us on our socials yeah if you live in charleston south carolina come out thursdays to the hive in ladson to see me host a drag race viewing party 9 p.m to 12 a.m hear some of my opinions live and firstly (laughs) in person before you hear them on the podcast um go get a few drinks get a few drinks support the hive come come check out the location before you come on a saturday show if you don't want to feel pressured to yeah you don't have to i mean it's gonna be a fun time i'm excited to host this weekly show yeah come out on thursdays make sure you're following us on instagram and continuing to <laughs> I love them it's like drink or don't <laughs> drink drink or don't drink pick your poison that is the question <laughs> <laughs> tip me please tip me <laughs> um ten dollars goes a long way for sure <laughs> but yeah i'm kidding i'm sorry that was a five dollars is five dollars <laughs> $5. That's a lie. I'll be hosting the show the whole time. Hit me up at 12 a.m. when it's over. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't. Don't even. Um, but anyways, stay in touch with our socials. Turn our notifications on. And make sure you're following the podcast. Because, girl, yeah. I don't know. I don't know.